Welcome to Art School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Earth School. We're delighted to have you here as always. And welcome to my dear friend, Bibi. Hey everybody. Hi, Rosalind. <laughs> so this week we thought we'd sort of continue on in a different sense from the episode sort of around burnout mm. and the things that can be happening and move more into the field of alignment, knowing sort of how to identify or maybe trust and know when we're on the right trajectory and not even the right, but the one that feels most appropriate for this moment in time um, and how to sort of get to know your telltale signs of when you're beginning to veer off direction or go against your own instinct as well, I think. Mm. So I think we'll leap in there and see what comes out <laughs> and hopefully something comes out. And BB, so for you, what does it sort of mean to, in a sense then, to be in alignment or to be sort of on that? trajectory that feels really good mm, I think the key word there is what you just said is what feels really good you know um we probably all have certain ideas in our head how our life should look um or what we should do and I think anytime the word should comes in that to me personally is always like a warning sign that I'm probably acting purely from a logical sense from the mind um and what we're talking about here, alignment, uh, you know, being sort of in alignment with ourselves, being in alignment, maybe also in a greater scheme with our purpose. Um, I don't think we can logically think our way through that. So it's always dropping back into the emotion. So to mm -hmm. me, so much, you know, this conversation is around what, what feels right. And so we're moving from something that is maybe more, um, you know, imprinted from our society and the generations before, and this is what I should be doing at this age. I should, you know, be in that relationship, in that house and, and so on to, I think, a more authentic expression of ourselves, like individualize ourselves. I think that's sort of a really important part for me around when we talk about, am I in alignment, you know, in alignment with myself, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And like, just like I corrected myself there, you know, when I first introduced to saying you know, about being on the right trajectory, you know, and it depends how we use that, mm. that word, right. But a lot of us will say it's right or wrong, like, and then comes with that all the after effects of how maybe we beat ourselves up or judge ourselves. Like, and it's like, to me, it's so important to realize, like, it's more about the, the alignment of it, like, you know, in this moment in time, mm. you know, because sometimes we're putting so much pressure on it to be right forever yeah. and sometimes it can be that way and sometimes it's not that way and it might just take a little blip and blossom into something else or sometimes it's a complete you're changing complete gears and heading off in a different direction like and sometimes it's just that you're moving around something and coming back out to the road via a little shortcut like you know and I think it's really important to remember that there, there's we're never really a hundred percent sure all of the time or 100% right all of the time like so to so take that pressure off when we're in those spaces mm -hmm. as well like I was chatting to somebody this week and they were saying to me like you know they, they just find it amazing that I was an accountant and then ended up doing this work like and they're like to them that's like you know like you just turned life on its head like 
And they're like, but I, I don't understand, like, you know, how, how you did that. And I go, nobody would really like to know how I did that. It's not one of those rags to riches stories. Do you know, like, but I go, to me, the, the pain had got that much. And it was like looking down the, the trajectory of going, do I want, if I, if I stay here for the next 30, 40 years, like, do you know, because it's on my late 20s. If I stay here doing this kind of work until retirement, I will end up locked up somewhere like do you know, like that's the only direction I could see that going, like no matter how much support you could possibly get or whatnot else. Mm-hmm. So it was that pain that made sort of the shift in that direction. Like, so that feeling of out of alignment was, do you know, like of going in depth of my being going, this isn't the place for me. And this, this sort of anger, the frustration, the tiredness, the sense of having all this responsibility of, you know, trying to keep up with all the shoulds, mm. do you know, like in all the places that you should be by the time you're 30 and, you know, what's the next step for life and blah, blah, blah. And actually deciding I, I have to jump ship. Like, mm. do you know, as I said to the person, they killed themselves laughing. I go, I jumped off a cliff. Like, I go, I wish I had known how to build the wings on the way down. I go, but I didn't. But I go, that's just the way I live life. Like, so that's fine. I go, but I learned so much along the way. But sometimes we don't need to take that big, big sort of fall off the cliff. But it's getting to know really when our body or our emotions or our mind is really saying to us that it can't keep going this mm-hmm. way. Like, I think that's that's really the key piece. It's this, um, you know, making those major life shifts are they can be really, really difficult, you know, because it involves a lot of trust mm-hmm. and a lot of sort of sometimes it's just like you know maxed out on pain (laughs) can't go right so I have to go left but really where we sort of for me alignment always happens or where we start building a trust is in the moment right it's just like am I authentic now to my needs to my wishes right now you know can I you know it's like as simple as like if you have a conversation with a friend and you're just tired and it's not the friend's fault you know and it's not your fault but you're just like honoring your needs and you go like do you know what can I call you back tomorrow middle of the conversation instead of going I probably should be staying in that conversation and so when we talk about being in alignment with ourselves it actually shows up in all those small little spaces and that's where we gain the sort of trust and the confidence to then bring it into the realm of well where sort of how do I align my soul purpose you know how do I align with my work the work that I'm doing you know in a way that that really I suppose the gifts and the talents that I've been born with get to breathe air and get to go into the world and then hopefully in some way add to, you know, to the community, to the to the collective in that way. So, uh, but it starts with, with the small in the moment sort of senses of, does that feel authentic to me? Um, are my words that I'm speaking now in this other conversation really resembling who I am or am I changing that? conversation like the words that are coming out depending on who I'm with and what environment I am and so they're all these small little things am I honoring when something feels like just out of flow you know but it just feels like crazily hard work and and can I also recognize when something that is actually a lot of work feels quite easy because I'm in the flow there like there's so many small little telltales and I think we're gonna love to dive in deeper there with you and kind of pull them out a little bit but to me it's not like this one decision you know okay, I'm at the end of my corporate job and now I have to jump. That also is part of that in terms of alignment, but this, just the small alignments in the moment. And like you, you said uh, so aptly earlier on, I think 
a lot when we talk about the long-term trajectory and going like, okay, what is my purpose? Where do I head? Like, what's my authentic expression? How do I align to that? We oftentimes aim for something that we have, like at the end, I'm just like looking away here into the distance. Mm-hmm. There is a job there, right? Or there's a, like a, there's a definitive image that comes up. And you know what? Not that the case. We don't necessarily have that. And we only get the information as we're on the path. So it's really difficult to have from this point, this long haul trajectory. And so again, we need to feel our way through moment by moment. And with that comes sometimes as well going like, okay, I know this job doesn't feel aligned anymore. You know, and I have no idea what other job could replace it. But for now, moment by moment, I'm practicing, like, how can I show up while I'm still in the old job in a way that feels a little more authentic to me? Mm -hmm. Can I honor, you know, when I'm tired and I'm doing hours and hours of overtime, can I honor, is there a way of communicating that to somebody or honor those boundaries in some way, starting to, you know, bring in other people in terms of, you know, shifting sort of the workload around within a team you know like okay i'm doing this i could help you out here but what about you know with this it's just not very much of my skill set and it takes me like hours and you know you could help me out i think like you know we've we done this over the years as well where you i'm going like it's gonna take in five minutes <laughs> Mm-hmm. certain things you know and it's, it's just like having that com- conversation so i think with aligning ourselves there's also always a conversation around um how do we interact with our environment you know because it doesn't happen in isolation mm. but what sort of from your perspective what are sort of your influence maybe what are sort of the telltales when you're um in alignment versus how do you feel when you know you feel like you're out of alignment with yourself or life like so when I feel oh when I feel out of alignment I basically feel everything closing in like like an energetically mm-hmm. just feel it all closing in that way like and I can tell straight away sort of the emotions or the words that will pop in my head will go it's too much that way like so it's kind of like you know this idea that everybody's placing things on me and it's not other people like because it don't really engage with other people in work-wise and all. It's mm-hmm. all my, I work for myself, like, so it's a very different environment. But the sense of this is it's beginning to get too much, like, so it's almost as if I'm taking all these little, I see it as like, you know, like you're taking all these little buckets of things. And for some reason, you're, I'm deciding that I need to hold all these. So I used to not to see it for a long time until it was nearly on top of me. Until then, I would get really just angry and frustrated, like, and then over the years then I can see it coming already towards me like do you know like I can feel sort of the first bit of it moving up through the body or that first little bit of pressure coming towards me so I know okay actually I need to actually stop now not stop after all of that is dealt with I need to actually just pause even just for a couple of minutes and go okay what's really what's really going on here like what is that belief possibly that's running through or what is it feeding or what part of me is getting a little bit poked by it and then can I sort of be with that part a little bit like and often it's usually I'll feel that way more when I'm tired mm-hmm. my, my tiredness would be a sign almost for me like that way as well like asking you know like if I'm tired I already know my capacity is down mm-hmm. so it's like 
stop committing to so many things like or else I would have been like yeah throw another one on the plate there oh yeah throw another thing on me oh I'm like you know I can knock all these balls out of the court or else now I've learned yet yeah, don't do that Rosalind <laughs> so I've learned like you know and it's been hard like because I'm like somebody goes yeah give it to me I can do it for you yeah give it to me I can do that I can do that I can do that where I've learned like yeah I could do that but maybe I don't want mm. to you know I could do that but it really doesn't interest me and yeah I could do that but I don't have the energy for that do you know, and I, a lot of it would be in our house. I can look at my dad and go, he can turn his hand to anything. Like, do you know, like anything? Like, I like, and I'd be the same. I would say, like, if you said to me, "Oh, I really need to, you know, learn how to crochet," I'd be like, yeah, I, I'll show you. Even if I've never crocheted in my life, not because I'm trying to save you, but I'm like, yeah, I think I could learn that. Mm. Do you know, like I could do that there? Or if you, you no, know, like, and I build websites, learned it all by myself. A, because I needed one when I first started and then I just continued like and I enjoy it but now I've learned yeah just because I enjoy it doesn't mean I need to do it all the time mm -hmm. do you know like, so there's these little bits of going Kate just because I can do loads of things doesn't mean I have to do them all and then it's distinguishing which ones I really actually do want to invest my energy into like and we've chatted about that before I think also too like coming into my 40s and all there like I'm just getting more selective of going do you know, is this what I really mm. want to leave behind? Like, you know, is this, and even though, like, hopefully I won't be going anytime soon, but I'm already starting sort of that narrowing down of really, to me, it's about where do I want to put my energy in? And then do I feel there's a beautiful receiving from that as well? Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, it doesn't have to be directly from the thing I'm doing, but somewhere that I feel that there's this lovely relationship, like where there's an in and there's an out, there's this lovely flow. And to me, that's, that's how I know I'm in alignment where I feel that lovely exchange of life force or whatever it might be. And I'm left feeling like, yeah, that feels really good like to mm. me. What about you? Yeah. Flow is really, is, is the key. Um, I know when I'm aligned, when there's a certain flow to things, meaning I'm not overthinking things and I'm not overworking things. I need to show up, um, but the showing up is like, you know, there's this there's, there's conscious effort in it, but there's not over-efforting. And the way I bring it always back is to, to the physical practice and the pictures, and that's, that's why I do love the practice because our patterns off the mat show on the mat. And I know how my practice changes when I'm going through a phase in my life where I over-effort, where I'm out of flow. You know, when I'm out of alignment with myself, there's a sense of, of a hardening and over-efforting. And I see it in my practice because all the postures, there's just an extra effort of the muscles, there's an extra holding or an extra sort of trying to get, get it really right, you know, or really aligned. That's just as like a little bit of an extra effort in the head and the body and the emotional part. I'm like, okay. And for me, it's always easier to catch it on the mat because there's no specific outcome, you know, it's much harder to catch it in your work, you know, where you go, oh, but then, you know, the, there's so much else is attached to when you see it in your, you know, your life's work or in relationships and it's on a mat, it's like, oh, that's interesting. And so I work with it a lot of times on the mat, you know, like, okay, watching it, where am I over-efforting? Um, why am I over-efforting on the mat now? And that then informs me and helps me to get back into, you know, when I'm going back into my life, it's like, oh, I'm seeing it now everywhere. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm over giving, like, um, I would have noticed like classes, I would have finished class and then stayed for another half an hour to, to chat with people like all the time. And if you're teaching a full amount of classes, like that is, that is a lot, um, 
overgiving in other ways of conversations, like similarly where, you know, I was like tired or had another appointment afterwards, um, would have a really hard time, for example, um, saying no or wrapping a conversation up out of guilt and then, you know, trying to rush to the other place. And so, you know, when there's rushing and there's over efforting or also just like trying to pull through, they're all signs that's out in alignment with myself. And, you know, actually, when I look back, some of the times in life where it did, when you just look at the work output, the most intense work, it's actually when I was in alignment and flow and it didn't feel like that. So there, you know, when I was like, I opened a yoga studio a few years ago, we developed a whole community in, 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 in a place where there was hardly any yoga practice at the time. Um, and there were long hours, you know, there was physical, we had to get bathrooms installed, walls got moved, you know, the, like the, literally the building work, but then also developing a whole brand around it and communicating into a space where people thought yoga is really, really weird. <laughs> so breaking that ice, so there was a lot of hours in that way. Um, and it was a different language as well. Uh, translating all of that but when I look back like I, re- I remember being being tired but it wasn't exhaustive you know it wasn't that sort of drainy energy so coming back to what you were saying when we're in flow because we, we understand this principle of being in flow you know you're typing away on an article maybe and you don't even notice how the time passes and you're having a good time that is flow but flow also means that there's something feeding you back in and so I think that's really for me, like that's the way to purpose. I think you, it's easier to experience yourself through life to purpose rather than think your way to purpose because it, it's it's a feeling like, you know, in terms of purpose, it's not just a job. It, it's a way where you are in flow. And that means that everything that you say that you do in some way contributes to the collective. And at the very same time, you're open and receptive enough to feel held because you might give give something to the collective in one channel but it might come in a totally different way that your friend is all of a sudden they're supportive you know and so it's this circumferential this this 360 degree sort of experience where you're emanating your essence I suppose out into the world but you're also receiving not just what you see and hear but also from the senses from your I'm just thinking from your back body because we're so much unaware of our the backs of our bodies mm. and so having less blind spots and being able to receive from from all aspects of us and and to me that is flow to me that is um being in alignment uh and to me that is sort of the way to the more often i can stay in that i know i'm not just on my way to my purpose i'm actually in this moment also living my purpose because sometimes purpose is something that we put like way out there right at some point i get there but living your purpose is essentially being being as authentically you as you possibly can, right? And that includes the parts you're not even aware of that you have. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's being yourself like every day. And yeah. it's not like the output that we do or the label that we stick on ourselves or the place that we think we're going to eventually arrive at. Like, mm. do you know, like, and to me, it's like allowing that to be held in such a light space that it's allowed to evolve like and mm. change like mm. do you know so then it's not just doesn't get stagnant like mm-hmm. and that's also like how we know if we're not in flow if things become stagnant mm-hmm. do you know like just like water can be vibrant and flowing but we all know if you leave water sitting in your sink or somewhere or even outside you know if you collect rainwater and you don't look at it and all you'll start seeing all 
sort of the slime on top of it, all the little flies mm. ha- having a good swim in it. They're going to their little resting place in it. Do you know, like, so it gets, gets stagnant, like, and it's the same with us. Like, if we try and make everything just stay the same as well, mm. do you know, like, and we can't stay in the flow either all of the time. Yeah. Do you know, like, and I think, you know, I, I think a big part of life is learning the ebbs and flows off it, like, do you know that there's times where we're really in flow? And in a sense, we can be in flow in the unflow parts. I was about to say because that. Because we're just yeah. at peace with them or we're 100%. surrendering to them or we're going, I didn't choose this. I might not like this, but hey, how can I actually be mm-hmm. here? You know, be present to this, work with this, receive from this and meet all parts of me that might mm-hmm. be arising during it. Like, mm. Yeah, being in the flow means also being in your resting phase. Yeah, you know, it's it's like mm. the seasons of the year the moon cycles that's being in in alignment alignment is not a lot li- like i keep looking for a different word if i find one <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know but it's like you know alignment the word line is in there and i think the the line is like the linear and in a way it's actually almost giving us a wrong message in that way because alignment is not to be in that one single expression and it's also alignment or in a line having a, a linear view means like you, you just look down that tunnel at the end, you see where you're going. What I've experienced being in the flow, that means the ebbs in the flow as in the resting phase and the creative mm-hmm. phases actually sometimes bring something out of you that you didn't intend. Like I did not intend to create a yoga studio in a yoga community, like by no means, you know, it, it was something that literally the environment brought to me in different in different ways and where we were. And there was a case of, as, as cheesy as this sounds, the studio had to be born. And I just happened to be there as someone who had some business background and somebody who had like years of teaching experience and has gone in and out of yoga studios. So it was literally like a catalyst, something that studio had to be born into that community. And I just happened to be around in that space and time and it flew through me. And it was exactly the same as I handed it over, you know, being in that flow and also said to me, it's like this, your time here is, is, is over. It's time for you to move into another mm-hmm. cycle. And of course it was also difficult because, you know, you, you obviously identify and relate to the studio and the, and the students and the community, but there was a definitive way of moving onwards. And then it was really a matter of the mind and using your logical mind. How do you bridge that? You know, how do you, who do you need to contact? How do you hand over a studio? What are you going to do with your community? But the, the movement in and out of these creations, when we're in alignment, it comes from a deeper place. And I find it really hard. I don't know about you. I find it really hard to actually describe it comes from for me it's a sense and it's different for everyone but for me that sort of that guidance comes through the flow it's like it's, for me personally it's very sudden it doesn't build it's just there and it's as sudden as a day before something like even receiving the idea of a yoga studio was not even on the horizon at all and the next year they it could be just so clearly there and then you walk through part of town like there is the retail unit and then somebody calls you and it's just like within a week things came together and this has happened this is how i traveled and how i always moved to countries and you know it's guided by that but i've learned to trust that flow like you said because i often enough have not trusted not stepped into that flow and it caused a greater amount of pain than the pain of stepping into the unknown in that flow but again that's practice, you know, um, the more often you're sort of having these experiences where you follow that flow that alignment with yourself, the easier it is to trust. And it does not mean, (laughs) 
that your life will be painless <laughs> and that everything will go smoothly. I'd love to say that it, that's not the case either. But what I found, I feel I'm in the flow, in alignment with life, that even when there are very, very difficult situations, I'm more equipped to handle them. I'm more in myself. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because like we, most people see the change coming mm -hmm. before it's arrived in some way or form. You sense like, it usually, right? See it, feel it, mm -hmm. experience it, inklings, just knowingness, whatever it might be. But there's some little, like just a little clink, you, you just begin to hear it or feel it like. And we usually ignore it, you know, for the majority, because we're just like, oh, no, I'll be all right. Like if I just, that wee noise I hear, if I just keep ignoring it, it'll, it'll go away eventually. Like, and like we all know lying at night, if you hear a little noise going, suddenly it sounds like it's somebody's drilling in your head. Like eventually it'll just get louder, like for the majority mm -hmm. of people. And we can keep it ignoring it. But then comes all the contraction and the constriction and the frustration and the anger, the tiredness, the then the overwhelm of trying to make a decision, the right decision, the decision, you know, to be correct. You know, will it be worth it? And all the the fear and the questions that come up around doing that there. So it's like, can we learn to, when we begin to get the first taste of it, can we learn to start working with it consciously? Like, how can I invite change into my life before it comes knocking on my door? Because we already always feel it. But life can be busy and we're that, but, you know, I've got to get the bills paid. I've got to look after the kids. You know, I've got to do this. I've got to do that there. I've got to take care of all these things. Then I'll get to that. And we all know that life's just so busy that might never happen. So it's like when I begin to feel it, can I start working with the energy off it then? Like, mm. doesn't mean you'll move through quicker or anything, but it means you're going into a relationship with it very differently. Mm. Like, And again, it just keeps bringing back to the physical postures the practice you know in a way where you're moving through your body through space and you're having to relate to the posture and you're having to relate to your body in that particular shape you know and as you not just in the shape but how you're moving in and out of that shape and um when it comes really to alignment it is not about you know drawing that perfect shape with your body that looks like someone else because that, that's where we practice again i should look like that other person you know so really to me when i think of the physical practice alignment it is what is asked of me at the moment that will be the shape and how can i find an expression that honors my specific biomechanics so how my joints and bones are that honors my specific expression in terms of my energy in that moment you know at nine o'clock in the morning it might be different at like you know five o'clock in the afternoon when you're showing up to your practice and how can i you know sort of let those meet let my inner world meet the outer world in the most appropriate and authentic way and so how can i let my in other words my strength my weaknesses all kind of come together in this homogenous expression that would be then the pose now <laughs> is as a concept so easily said it's so different to live it in life and to me in a physical practice it is because we constantly moving in and out of shapes and yes we're holding shapes sometimes for five six breaths sometimes for longer but i i personally love part of the vinyasa practice is really understanding the flow like what you said there's change is always a foot you know you're always moving into the pose you're in the pose but all 
even the pose, when you are staying five breaths in a pose, you're spending the first two, three breaths still coming into the actual shape until everything settles. And the last two, three breaths, you're actually already knowing what the next way you're going. So there's never as such a stillness, even though it seems from the outside, your body is still, there's always this change, there's constantly an adjustment. And I think the same is there in life. And again, we can use our physical practice if you have a journaling practice, same thing is like, look at it and you're like, where have I become hardened, harsh? Where have I become taking, okay, somebody told me this is the alignment and I take this and I try and force that upon my body. Where is someone off the mat has told me at this point in my life, I have to do this or have that. And then I'm going like, even if it doesn't resonate, I just force myself into it. We've seen it in the yoga world, how many injuries come as a result of not respecting your biomechanics or respecting what is it that you're bringing in the moment to the mat, whether it's from the practitioner side or from the teacher side. But we also see that in life where we don't respect, you know, the individual needs, talents, gifts that a person has at any given moment. And that might change over years, you know, even, you know, five minutes down the road, it actually changes. But so coming just full circle back when you mentioned earlier on, you know, your corporate career and then shifting into the work that you're doing now, that there was a point in time where your corporate career was probably serving you really well until that very point when you realized, oh my holy Jesus, this is, you know, this is really painful at this point. And this is usually how things happen. It's like, usually we come to a pain point where an evolution needs, it's not because what we're doing has been necessarily wrong, but we just kind of mm-hmm. outgrown it and we're grasping and holding on to it. And so I think if we can collectively and individually reshape this whole idea of change and when I'm in alignment and I'm out of alignment or I'm a bad yogi because I have a bad alignment practice or I'm a bad person because I'm not on my purpose, if we can let that slowly drop all the way and go and imagine that your current expression is really the ripple effect, the emanation of your previous understanding of who you are. And now you're at a different point. Now you realize you have maybe different type of freedom, your different choice. You also have different experiences that puts you in a different power position in relationship to expressing yourself. And now you're going to start emanating a different aspect of yourself, a different way. And then no doubt in a couple of weeks, month, years, you're going to look back and go like, how did I ever think this was a good idea? <laughs> you know, because hindsight is, is like, we're always like, it's always easier to look back. So I think, that's also when we talk about aligning ourselves with our lives, like letting ourselves in a way off the hook and stop judging our past. Because the more we judge our past decisions, the more we actually put pressure on the decision we're making right now. And it just mm-hmm. gets all hard and dense. And I don't, I personally, I don't think that's, that's an, I don't know, that that's not an environment I personally like to be in. And I don't think it's a very creative or conductive, conducive environment either. You're letting all the, sort of the fear or the worry or the consequences of that last time affect the decision in this mm-hmm. moment in time like or else what would it look like imagine if we could wipe slates clean and forget those in that moment in time what actual would you decision would you make in that present moment mm-hmm. now instead mm-hmm. like do you know where if it wasn't being sort of infiltrated by all sort of the the fears of what you did or what you didn't do and what you could have done differently that time and if I hadn't have done that accounts course would I be doing this earlier and I could be doing this you know, people go to me god I could be doing this stuff like 20 years ago and I'm like, probably not mm-hmm. probably not because you're you needed to live the life you live mm-hmm. so you can actually sit where you're at now and be in a place of that wisdom possibly mm-hmm. Whereas if you had found it like, and also I go to him, and also if I, if he's had a met Ricky, like 
about 20 years ago, you probably would have laughed at and they went, and they all start laughing and go, yeah, probably would have thought it was stupid. Like, and I went, yeah. Do you know, like, so to me, it's like everything I go through and everything I, I've lived, like in all the decisions, I can either see them as absolute disasters or I can go, they've all given me such wisdom. Like, do you know, like I'm able to look at people and go, yeah, life is not meant to be a straight line because I definitely have not been on a straight line ever. Like, and the same as we were chatting about in the burnout, burnout can happen when we're doing things that aren't in alignment with us, but also when we are in alignment, the same with sort of the alignment, like we can be in alignment, we can move out of alignment with things that were once in alignment with us. A hundred percent. Because we've outgrown them, like, you know, or we've not even outgrown, we've just changed that relationship has maybe just needs a tweak, maybe a different expression of myself in it, mm. and maybe a different way of being in it, a different way of sharing it. You know, it's not always the whole tear the whole tire card you know tearing down to its bones like it can be yet we're just restructuring the little roof here like mm. do you know like so to me it's always there's this growth in it like because otherwise it becomes stagnant then like and I think you know just yeah in all of this something that, that I like to reflect back when I get back on when I get really obsessive about am I in alignment or not you know we all have these moments maybe <laughs> I'm all ripped off. Does this actually feel good or not? I don't know. I'm so confused, especially a couple of months. Uh, it can feel very much like that. Is to to also kind of question our own beliefs and anticipation around. Well, what do I think happens when I'm, so to speak, in alignment? You know, on the right path. In inverted commas, like what do I like? What do I expect? You know, what what would that be? You know, I'm expecting someone to say like, "Oh, good girl," or you know, "Now you're worthy." And like, there's a lot of things that we can pull out these belief systems that can, you know, because you can hunt and search and rush after purpose and alignment just the way you can hunt and search and rush after a job. I can just feel horrible. You know, you can you can just use your purpose just as another thing of like, you know, that, I don't know, seven-figure job or that kind of lifestyle or the neighbor's kitchen. And there is not a purpose that we're all running after. You know, I think it's like, it's not about having it. It's about being in that relationship with every moment, you know, and getting finer and finer in terms of am I in the flow and on the flow. And sometimes practicals, like as you listen to this podcast, you could just literally go like, well, am I actually in relationship with my breath right now? Is there the way I'm sitting? Am I allowing the breath to come in and out with ease? Or am I maybe is the breath actually shortened or is it flattened? Or am I sitting hunched uh, in a way that nothing can come in? And so that's such a small thing to relate to flow and alignment. It can be literally something like that, you know? Um, and that's just as important, I think. And that's how we feel our way into it. Um, I think that's also, when you're really honest, I think talking about alignment, it's very hard to find a like a finite def definition, right? Because it's like, it's it's circumstantial. Usually when you're in alignment, when you're in flow, you tend to feel a little more joyous. You tend to feel a little more free. You tend to feel, tend, not always, feel maybe a little more courageous, um, a little more energized, and when you, I find when you're off alignment, you tend to be a little hypercritical, hypervigilant. You tend to be maybe a little more restrictive, maybe overthinking, you know, but they're all like, again, they're just some examples I find that help you sort of understand when I'm on and off, but they're not, you know, they can be all individual for us, you know? 
Mm. It's unique, like, because my idea of alignment, when I feel in alignment, might feel like not alignment to you. Mm-hmm. Do you know, because we operate differently and we have different values and we have different ways of wanting to live life as well. Like, do you know, so it's it's getting to know ourselves. Like, it always comes back to getting to sort of know ourselves and what that feels like and using our hindsight as and what, what have been my telltales in the past, like, do you know, like, because usually we'll come for healing and support when we're stuck. Do you know, and that just means that we're, we're moving around in a circle, like, because we're, we're, we do not want to take a foot outside of it. Like, do you know, like, so it's like all those times, what did that feel like? And maybe how long, you know, was I stuck before I reached the hand up for a little bit of support and help? You know, and what was the mind saying? What was it doing? What was the body doing? energetically if you're aware of that what sort of was the energy that was arising the feelings and then think of times where you've really felt you know in flow like and that could be as simple as thinking of maybe the last even little break you had or a time where you just felt like things clicked into place like you know it doesn't have to be big things and what did that feel like and what was going on and you know what was that experience like you know and what was the mind like then and what was the energy like mm. I think a giveaway also is when we um, look external, you know, that that's always a big telltale for like maybe moving out of alignment because alignment with yourself essentially means that, you know, yourself, you have this unique blueprint, whether we look at through the lens of astrology, the lens of human design, you know, it's literally the way nobody else has the same fingerprint as you have. That's why we identify people like that because it's so unique and so your energy blueprint has that uniqueness so being in alignment means essentially being that unique snowflake figuring out over life what that actually means and growing into ourselves filling our own shoes bit by bit so that means then when I look externally and trying to be like somebody else I'm not aligning with myself ultimately I'm actually starting to align with someone else's expression mm. and we know that because it doesn't feel very comfortable long hog it gives us all those feelings of you know ah, i'm too late fear of missing out everyone else seems to have this perfect life why is it that i don't have access to these skills why do why you know why don't i have the knowledge why do why am i just incapable of why can i get out of bed in the blanks and we've been there. i think being in alignment is a highly personal thing in that way um of coming back into our in, into ourselves and to me that's actually really I don't know, exciting as in personally, of course, because there's maybe more joy, but also collective. It, to me, it always means like them when people step into their own expression and that may have nothing to do with their job, but when somebody's truly who they are, when what comes out of their mouth is also what comes out of their energy field, when there is, there's this integrity throughout, I get excited by the expression and, you know, I think having conversation with people who are living that expression is really interesting because they all bring different point of views to the table. Being around even yoga teachers who honor their own expression and cheer each other on in their in each other's differences, and it creates a community. So to me, you know, I'm just thinking that the potential that's there as we kind of free ourselves and help each other free one another out of this sort of 
I sometimes think it was like molasses where we're all stuck in, like, you know, as the, the herd mentality, we all feel like, you know, by 30, I should have fill in the blanks, whatever that is. It's like the stickiness. I'm like, oh, this is actually so boring collectively. I'm thinking of like the potential, the music that could come out, the viewpoints that could come out, you know, the way people create their life, you know, like, I just think that like, can be so inspiring to look like someone, whoa, I didn't know we could have that freedom. That's really interesting. I didn't know you can create, I don't know, live with your four kids in the forest. That's, that's oh, maybe I wouldn't do it, but like, that's so great to see, you know, to have all those different expressions. So to me, uh, alignment is always, I don't know, I'm just really hopeful for us as a, as a collective, as a community, as society, because mm -hmm. it just means for more creativity, more excitement, and just like all these different ways of living life. I don't know. Me personally, I just, I just get excited by that. It's <laughs> allowing everybody to have their own unique expression, mm -hmm. like, do you know, like, and while we're exploring maybe our own inner alignment, it's to learn ourselves to look at people who we feel are in theirs, like, and being inspired by mm -hmm. that, do you know, like, rather than taking it and trying to become that there, but to be inspired by that and the remembrance of, okay, actually, if that person can do it, then I can do that too. Like, and just be myself, like, and have the courage to show up as I am, like, and to keep realigning in different ways and all the ways that it'll need to be over the course of life. Mm. But to meet each one, knowing that, okay, if I've done it once before and I've received from that and I've grown from that, then this next one is just inviting me again to grow and shed more skins. Like, mm. Mm -hmm. So as she said, it's the growing into self. Like. Yeah. I think um, the next next time, next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more mm. about how, you know, on a very practical level, how, you know, through the lens of human design, um, how we can sort of like find or identify these little key pieces uniquely to us, what helps us to see, oh, where I'm in alignment, off alignment, how does it feel on my body? So, you know, that that's going to be a really interesting conversation. But even down the road, I think coming back into into practices maybe that we share with with like how you know mm. how do i even bring that out into the world would be like really nice to explore but um for now i'm really excited about um next episode yeah mm. cool so my dear thank you for your time as always and thank you to our dear listeners we hope you take we hope you get something mm. from this and apply a little bit of it just bit by bit to life and see what unfolds from there we look forward to connecting with you next week and have fun bye we'd like to thank you for listening to the air school podcast hosted by rosie mcnally and bb Dallin. if you'd like to find out more about the podcast you can follow us on instagram or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work you can check us out on our websites bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com